education in Cuba is really, really good. Since 1961, the educational system in Cuba has been run by the state, nationalizing private institutions at all levels of education. And according to a 2014 report by the World Bank, Cuba has the best education system in all of Latin America. The educational system in Cuba is completely free. And Cuba is the nation or the top nation in the world that allocates the highest share of its national budget, 13% to education. So our trip in 2017 to Cuba was our largest group ever with Wake Tech, and it was our last trip to Cuba. And we had a tour guide with Explorica uh, by the name of Claudia Martinez Lopez. And she has to rank uh, as one of the top tour guides that uh, I've used on the many trips with Explorica. Claudia is very knowledgeable and a lot of fun to be around. And she really handled a very large and tough group. Um, we had a lot of different personalities and she handled it no problem. So we're going to reach out and talk to Claudia in just a couple minutes. And uh, I know that Claudia is not doing tour tours with American groups anymore. She's actually a university professor. And she had told me back in 2017 that getting in education was her dream. So that's what she's doing. And if you know anything about Cuba education, it's one of the best. Uh, they have a 99.999% literacy rate. So I'm interested to find out how they got to that level. And uh, we'll talk a little bit of, more about Cuban culture. And so if you hold on, I'll get Claudia on the line. Hey, Claudia. Hi. Yeah, how are you? Good. How about you? Good. I'm glad I'm li I'm listening to you. Wow. I didn't know if this was going to work or not. Well, all the way, all the way to in Havana. That's great. Yeah. It's great to hear your voice, loud and clear. <laughs> ah, it's so good to hear from you, Jeff. How are you? Good. It's been about three years since our trip, so. How have you been? Well, um, I have been uh, touring for a while. Okay. Um, but I stopped last year, about September, and I decided to go back to school. So I've been teaching since then. Wow. And, yeah, your, your dream job. School. Yes. <laughs> That's right. You told me all about you wanted to be a college instructor or professor. So that's great. Yeah. So that's what I have been doing uh, this semester. And I have enjoyed it a lot, actually. Well, I want to I want to talk about the uh, great education system in Cuba, because you guys, in many ways, lead the world in education with 100 percent literacy rate. So. Um, but, but before that, when you were our tour guide, which you did a great, great job, 
What did, what did you like about showing Americans all around Cuba? Well, um, I think uh, I enjoy pretty much everything because being a tour guide was a great experience for me. But I, I think maybe the fact that Cuba is such an unknown country for some Americans and some Americans, when they come here, they don't know very much right. what they're going to see here. So it is very exciting to show everything about the country. And I think that's the best of it, all the curiosity seeing that it, Americans have. Seeing everybody's faces light up when they see everybody dancing and all the artwork and all, all the music that people are playing. So, yeah, you probably see a lot of people who are pretty surprised compared to what they yeah. thought they would see. Exactly. Yes, and seeing that they like what they see, I think that's very, very good. <laughs> yeah, what, what do you think is the number one thing that Americans should see on a tour of Cuba? Or what did you see that was the number one thing that Americans loved about Cuba? Do you remember? Yeah, uh, I think pretty much everyone uh, told me that what they loved the most about Cuba was our people yeah. and the way we are, the culture, the way we are always smiling no matter what. Right. Um, yes, I think they enjoyed the culture very much, the music, the art, and and that's I, I think that's pretty much it because well, everyone they fell in love with the with the people. I think you're missing the food. Oh, and food, yes. <laughs> we, had some, yeah. we had some of the best meals on that trip that I've ever had on an Explorica trip. That, that was phenomenal. Yeah, and actually that's one of the things that is uh, surprising for some Americans because sometimes they have read, and, and other tourists in general have read that the Cuban cuisine is not very good, but then when they get here, they they just love it. and yeah. Right, that's another important thing. Well, if you, um, I've been doing quite a few podcasts from students that you met, uh, as well as some other trips we did before I met you. And everybody, including me, and I've said it many times, out of the 50 countries I've been to, Cuba's the friendliest place. Number two uh. is Asia, and number three was the Middle East. So Cuba mm -hmm. certainly is the friendliest place that I've ever been. Oh, thank you, Jeff. We and are friendly people. <laughs> I know. I know. Um, so with such a strong culture of friendly people and all the things we just talked about, what's your favorite part about the Cuban culture? Um, I think dancing is my favorite part. <laughs> because dancing, I, okay. Yes, because I personally love dancing. And I see that for a lot of tourists, um it's very challenging and we just do it here like i've as a, as a tour guide i was asked many times like if if cubans go to a dancing school like if we learn the steps in a school or something and and it's just part of who we are you know yeah and we learn since we are very little at home yeah. with our relatives yeah and and i think that's in our blood so I, I enjoy that very much okay. and also 
maybe um, the way we are, like, you know, we have a lot of uh, problems, like I think everyone, right? But we are always like smiling and trying to move forward and, and overcome any situation. Right. We right. No, I noticed that. Um, so before we get to the education, this pandemic, I know it was in Cuba, but I think you guys overall have handled it. And I guess restrictions have been lifted for Cuba. Yes, uh, actually tomorrow will be the first day um, we're going to have restrictions lifted for most of the island, except for Havana and Matanzas, because these two provinces are the ones that are reporting the more cases. Actually, the rest of the country has not reported any new case in the last, in the last 15 days. Oh my which gosh. Is the, which is the great news. Wow. Um, so yes, we have been doing very well. What yeah. what was the mandate from the government to do such a good job? What what were you not able to do or do during this crisis? Well, actually, we we never had like a curfew. You know, in other countries there there was a curfew and you could not go out or leave your home after a certain time of the day. We never had that, but. Since the very beginning, everyone was very much um, alerted. Like we knew we had to stay home as much as possible. And I think one, one of the main things the government did was to basically go to every single house and knock on the door and ask people how they were doing. And if they wow. had been in touch. Yes, like I've been asked that. <laughs> I don't know how many times in these three months because uh and students not only doctors but medicine students are doing that they of course the lessons stopped um the, in march 23 i think i think and then from that moment on all the students uh that were in medicine school they started going around in the whole island knocking every door and asking how people were doing and i think that was one of the main uh, victories we had because you knew and like if you said you were in touch with a tourist or if you were in touch with someone who had the flu you yeah. were into the hospital even wow. though you were fine so they took you to the hospital and uh, kept an eye on you for a while and did the test and that's how I think that was one of the main things that took us where we well, are now were, were masks required masks yeah. masks yes okay yes now they are mandatory uh at the very very beginning they were not required by but after 10 days they were mandatory and actually you could you can get a fine if you are not wearing a mask now right well, as you probably have heard, the United States has about 117,000 deaths by now. And yeah. um, we had, um, I, I don't know if it was in one state or the country, but just today, 28,000 new cases. So we have failed miserably in terms yeah, of handling this crisis. And the whole world is looking at us and wondering what the heck happened. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really sorry. Every time I hear the news and and see yeah. that, because, you know, you're such a big country and powerful and 
It's yeah. a shame. It is a shame. So let's uh, let's just move to education real quick. Um, sure. Being the top in Latin America, there was a report in 2014 by the World Bank that Cuba had the top education system in all of Latin America. It may be close to the top or if not the top five in the world. What what do you think is contributes to being like that high up in terms of education? What do you see? Well, I think it's it's uh, maybe it's all about the the people again, like all the teachers that we have all along our education since primary school and all the way through university, they are very much committed to their jobs because um, you know it's not about money and right uh, they love what they do and education was always a priority right for the government since the very beginning of the revolution and i think it's it's because of that it's it's about being proud of of being an educated people and and our professors teach us that all the way around so kids in cuba and like uh, an eight nine ten year old would you say they love going to school or no Yes, I think they do. Uh, I have a niece. She's um, she's going to be six in September, and she cannot wait to go to school again, because you know it's where they where they make friends. Um, they get along very well with their teachers, and they have different activities. and I think they enjoy it very much. Of course, sometimes you know kids don't like to do homework, and sure, <laughs> but that's sure. natural. Now, in the university system, do students live on campus or does everybody commute? Some students live on campus if they are not from uh, the province where they are studying. Like in Havana, for example, we have the University of Havana, which is one of it's the main university in the country. And we have a lot of students from other provinces. And there are there is a main campus of the universities, but the dorms are all over the city. So the students from other provinces stay in the dorms and go to the classroom every day. But the students from Havana commute every day to school. Wow. And you teach um, college, correct? Yes. Second year students. Second year. <laughs> what, what are the requirements for a college teacher to have that position? What are the requirements in Cuba? Well, um, you have to... Uh, be a graduate from university and there is a test you have to pass when you apply for the job and depending on how you do the university hires you or not like in my case after being a tour guide even though I graduated from that same school I had to take that test and it's like you present a lesson and you explain like if you were in front of a lot of students you explain how you would do it and you present a lesson. And if you do it right, then they, they accept you. And of course you have to present your CV and yeah. And that. So do you think um, this is the end job for you? Or do you think you'll do another tour here and there uh, on the side or can you even do that? Um, yeah, I think, well, you know, as a tour guy, I made a lot of friends and 
sometimes they come back and they ask me to show them around or they uh, send other friends to Cuba and so sometimes I do tours here and then but and maybe uh, as a teacher I can also be I sometimes do some translation okay interpreting so we'll see <laughs> yeah well you did uh did a really good job I know that the group that went with me in 2017 always I don't know if anybody's reached out to you or but they've always asked me when I've run into them have you heard from Claudia and we missed that trip and we're going back to Cuba and she's got to be our tour guide again. So uh, well, you made, you made a big, big impression on that Wake Tech uh, uh, group that we brought. Yeah, that was a good group. I, I, I was, think everyone enjoyed it very much. I did too. We had great weather. It was hot, but it's always hot in Cuba. How's the weather? <laughs> How is the weather hot. now? It's very hot and very humid. <laughs> Well, hopefully you get to go to the beach here and there or to a pool or something to cool off. Yeah, now with the lifting of the restrictions, maybe yeah. we'll do that. Yeah. Well, um, I, uh, I, I think all the time about when uh, we're able to come back, I'm bringing Wake Tech back to Cuba for the fifth time. So um, I'll let you Please know. Do. Yeah, sure. I'll, let you, I'll, I'll definitely let you know. And thanks for spending time talking about my third favorite place on the planet. You know, it's oh. number three, uh, which is really good out of the places I've been. So number three is way up there. I just love Cuba. Oh, thank you, Jeff. <laughs> and really, really good talking to you. Yes, same here. It's, it's great to hear from you. All right, Claudia. Have a great night. Thanks. Thanks. You too. was Claudia Martinez Lopez live from Havana, Cuba, and I just cannot get over how they have handled the response to the COVID crisis. Can you imagine neighbors and government officials knocking on doors here in the United States to see if everybody's okay? I can't. Anyway, my name's Jeff Myers, and you've been listening to Let's Talk Wake Tech Travel. Stay tuned for more episodes. Thanks for listening.